Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. I have a question for you. Have you ever fully thrown yourself into something? (gasps) Fully, like not a half-ass, full-ass. I can think of multiple examples where you're like holding back. I'm laughing over here. Full <laughs> ass is so good. Full ass. First you call me out, us out, the listeners, <laughs> and then you drop full ass and make us laugh. Okay. Okay. I see where you're going with this. Full ass. Okay. <laughs> Two examples come to mind. The first one and the most important one in my life is fully pursuing you, mm. Wade, my husband. Mm. I put my everything into that. Like it was best fit foot forward. It was courting. It was game on. It was best version of Sandy. It was like, how do I come across as so perfect, so feminine, so ladylike, so this, so that? How do I just be so positive and have him only see the best parts of me so that he'll like fully fall in love with me? You did a great job. You got me, babe. <laughs> I have to tell a funny story tell right it, now. Tell it. Yes. <laughs> I just thought I of love this. Do you know what I'm going to tell? I think, but let's oh see. Oh my gosh. Okay. Side story because I'm all about the tangents. Okay. Is it tangents? Tangents or, with a T. See, that's another ism that I have. I love your form. Because I've been corrected a few times, but I still do it my way. Anyway. She's like, I'm going to go on a tangerine here. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, um, when Wade and I were dating long distance, I lived in California. He lived in Boston. We would count down till we got to see each other again. 54 sleeps, 23 sleeps, nine sleeps. It was like, how many sleeps till we get to reunite and be with each other? Long distance is hard. And we did that for a couple of years. And so when we would see each other, it was like so special, so amazing. It was like 72 hours of nonstop amazing fun. (laughs) And then like, and then I'd like, get in an Uber to go back to the airport and I would just feel hot tears rolling down my face and I'd be like, when am I going to see him again? I always needed to know the next time I was going to see him so that I could have something to look forward to. Anyway, I was in this courting season of throwing my whole self into like, like making him fall in love with me. And like, (laughs) um, part of that was I was like, I cannot let him know that I fart or poop. (laughs) Like that is like not okay. Like girls don't do that. Keep in mind, this is like, nine years ago. I've matured since then. Wade fully knows that I fart and poop now. (laughs) Um, But anyway, in that season of dating and like wanting to hide that about myself, I would wake up every morning, like after we, you know, when we'd be together, um, even after a night of like hitting the bars hard, we'd be out till like two in the morning. Dads. Yep. My, one of my good friends, Kathleen Malora, if you're listening to this, she calls it dad's day after drinking shits. <laughs> so even after a morning with dad's, I'd be up at 6 a.m. 
air quotes, going on a run. <laughs> guess what? Going I was like, on- wow, she's so driven. I'm hungover. I'm sleeping. Nope. Guess what going on a run meant? Finding the nearest toilet and blowing it up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I couldn't let Wade know that about me. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh. So he thought I was like this avid runner. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I am an avid runner, but a different type of run. So anyway, little side story. That was an effort. Like, that was the level of craziness I was going to to protect that image. And this is unhealthy, guys. I'm just being fully real. Like, you do not need to do this to, you know, score yourself an incredible marriage and like healthy, happy marriage. But these were the types of things that I would do to go all in and show him that I was like whatever I was trying to do. Like, that's just an example that comes up. This is actually such a great tangerine tangent because it brings up something that I read in um, Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. And the chapter is kind of a funny chapter. It's called Sex- Sexual Transmutation. And I'm just kind of like, what? That sounds bizarre. Like, what does that mean? And it's basically the concept of like Sandy just brought up. You know when you're absolutely in love and you you know you have a decided heart, you know that that person, that relationship, that thing is for you and you go after it with your full ass, your full heart, you have belief in it, you take all these risks, you go to extents and lengths you weren't willing to go to before and you'll do it all for love. You'll do all of it. It's like we become supernatural, superhuman. We become incredible by the power of love. We're so driven by it. We become the best versions of ourselves, hopefully, in going after that because we want it so bad. We desire it so bad. And this chapter in in Think and Grow Rich was bottle that up, use it for love. But what if you bottled that up and approached your dreams, your get, you know, Think and Grow Rich is about getting rich, is about building wealth, building wealth with that same desire. You transmute your sexual energy as human beings. We like crave and desire and need sex and like we, go crazy for and do anything, you know, we go to crazy lengths to to court our spouses and find love and mate and all the things. Bottle that up and use it towards your dreams. What if you approach your dreams with that same obsession, with that same full ass as you did your love? Or what if you continue to chase full ass your spouse years into marriage, 10 years later? What if you were still like courting in that courting? Like think about the things you did to start your relationship what if you invigorate your relationship by keeping those things up, by habitually doing that stuff? I heard Tony Robbins say that. I was like, oh, that's so right. Full ass. Full ass is everything. The second example I think of is pursuing my business because yeah. I did the same thing. I bottled up that, whatever you just called it, sexual that transmutation. Same, yeah, that yeah. same desire that I had when I was pursuing you. I had that same fiery passion when I started my network marketing business. And I think you have to have so much passion and be all in where people cannot question where you're going. They're like, dude, like that person, like I'm excited to watch their journey because they're going far. Like, and yeah, you might have haters. Yeah, you might have people saying negative things, but you don't even care. It rolls right off your back because you know where you're going. You're like, I'm going all in. I don't care how long it takes me. Like I'm going forward. I don't care how many times I fall down. I will get back up one more time. Like that is the mentality you have to have. So that's just two examples in my life. Like, you know, pursuing the love of my life and pursuing our career, which is also another love of our life. Those are two things that we've done like all out. So I want to know, like, I want you to ask yourself and really reflect on this. Like, what have you given your full self? 
Ooh, it's so good. I think giving your full self, full ass, being obsessed is integral in getting what you want. I what what I see in people who achieve, who achieve what they want, their dream life, whatever it is, is they are obsessed with it. People who get rich are obsessed with money and getting rich. And you might be hearing that and it's triggering you like, oh, well, I'm not obsessed with money, this, this, and that. That's okay if that's your truth. Don't be defensive. You'll never get rich if that's your truth. That's fine if that's not what you want. But be honest with yourself. You probably want money. You probably want more money. You probably want to live a wealthy life. You become obsessed with it. Building a business, entrepreneurs, they become obsessed with their idea, their product, bring it to market. They're obsessed with it. They're no longer like, oh, you know, I'm going to clock in at nine. I'm going to kind of give half ass through the day and I'm going to clock out at five. No, they're obsessed. They're up at midnight like, oh, my baby's asleep. Like, I could go to bed, but what if I built this module right now? What if I built out the website? What if I did a few emails? Whatever. They're obsessed with it. And it's those period, it's not your whole life obsessed, like focus, crazy intensity. It's those sprints, those periods of intense focus and obsession in 90 days, in six months, in a year. Put your head down for six months and be obsessed with what you're moving towards. Every day, wake up obsessed moving towards it. It will put you five years ahead in life because most people never put their full self into anything. We half-ass it. We do just enough to get by to live comfortably. But it's those people who are willing to put their full self, their full ass, become so obsessed with what they're moving towards that actually get it. And just so you know, I put my full ass into pursuing you too. I know you do. Yeah. I, I see it. And I, I continuously do. I know you do. You want a butt massage later? Yes. Okay, butt massages perfect. are my favorite. <laughs> um, something else that I think anyone could benefit from, something that was really transformative for me that I put my whole self into, so I guess this would be a third thing is my personal development journey. Uh, And that goes right alongside with building my business. But three and a half years ago when I started my business, I did not read. I did not do affirmations. I did not meditate. I did not have a morning routine. I did not write in a gratitude journal. I did not like really believe in myself at all. My confidence was way below, way, way, way below where it is now. And I still have head trash and I still have things I work through daily. But I really went all in. I literally went from one day not reading. Like my mentor told me like, she's like, what are you reading? I'm like, reading? I don't read. Like the last book I read was Huckleberry Finn in seventh grade. And she's like, "Mm, if you want to be a leader worth following, you need to start reading. And that was like a slap in the face. And I'm like, okay, I'm a leader worth following. Like I'm going to start reading. What do I start reading? Immediately started reading, downloaded Audible, started ordering books on Amazon. I would listen to the books on Audible while reading it, like the physical copy in my hand and listening so that I could hear it and see it so that I'm like double digesting it. I started reading. I started meditating. I started practicing affirmations. I started really getting into journaling and like reflection time with myself of really envisioning like, where do I want to be in my life? I started making vision boards. I started making goals. I started doing all these things I wasn't doing and I gave it my all. I was super coachable and I was like, I want to transform as a human. I want to be asked to lead calls. I want people to look at me as a leader. I want people to be like, damn, if that girl can do it, I can do it. Like that girl is the ordinary girl that decided to go for it. And I wanted my journey to empower other people. Like if she can do it, I can do it. So that's something you can do too. Like, and that has helped me level up in all areas of my life. I'm a better sister. 
I'm a better daughter. I'm a better wife. I'm a better leader. I'm a better friend. I'm literally better in every category of life because I invest in my personal development. I think that's something all of us could benefit from. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Growing, constant growth. Like the human soul needs to grow. That's what I realized. And Tony Robbins helped me realize that. But like if we aren't growing, once we become stagnant, we're dying. We're, we're literally growing or dying. That, it was huge. I think, you know, we're so similar in a lot of ways and we're so aligned in life. Like I think about my obsessions and it has been your love and chasing it and getting it and having it and make, helping it grow. It has been starting a family and being, you know, the best husband and dad that I can be. It is when I joined you in business, in our network marketing business, it was getting, hitting our goals, getting to the top level of the company. That was our obsession. And I realized like I'm obsessed with the hunt. I love going and like hunting. And I, if I want to get somewhere in my life, I got to re-put like a new hunt out there. When you get comfortable, sometimes you get to like the top of your company or you hit the goal or you may do whatever. And it's that comfort. Like you're like, oh, I'm, I'm well fed. Like I'm at the top of the hill. Like, no, I got to go back to the bottom of the hill and like hunt. I think another obsession of mine, I think to kind of mimic Sandy, I think we have a lot of similar obsessions. There was a definitely a time period where I was implementing personal development and a morning routine. I was obsessed with my morning routine. Like Sandy would get kind of annoyed at me because I'd be like doing my meditations and stuff before we started doing it together in the morning. She's like, can we go on a walk or make coffee together or whatever? And I was like, no, babe, I'm doing my yoga practice or whatever. Um, and it became an obsession. And now it's ingrained in my life. I think what I'm also obsessed with is just being the best version of me, and that's personal growth. But a lot of it is is my health and vitality because I realized once I started feeling incredible, I would never give that up. So I'm obsessed with going to the gym. I'm obsessed with going to do CrossFit. I'm obsessed with eating right so much so it's ingrained in my DNA and all my decisions filter through that obsession is like, is this moving me closer? Now, that doesn't mean every choice I make in my life is like the best thing I could choose. Sometimes I'll still have the beer and do whatever, but I'm so obsessed with with physically and healthy and feeling healthy and fit and vital and like kind of that lion mode and optimizing that every decision I make filters through that. And really these, these things, these periods, these intense focus, these obsessions become what makes up your life. So it's like, what, like, let's evaluate what are we obsessed with? Are you obsessed with your wife or your husband? Are you obsessed with your children? Are you obsessed with your career? Are you obsessed with your goals? One of my obsessions that I'm focused on this year is I'm obsessed with building our wealth. Like I'm declaring that. This is my year. I'm not afraid of money. I'm not afraid to declare it or admit it. Like I have already talked about this, but like I will be dancing with money and after it and courting it and chasing it and obsessed with it and not chasing it away, but like, let's do this. Me and you, let's go. I'm excited for this. I'm going to become obsessed with building our wealth because I know that can put us so far ahead with where we want to go and our vision for our life. So and building on our last episode, that kind of reminds me, like it takes courage to do that and to say that because most people will never admit that. That's like really scary and vulnerable to yeah. be like, I'm chasing money, like I'm building my wealth this year. Like that's really fucking scary to say because mm -hmm. what if you say it and we make less money this year? <laughs> like that could fully happen, you know? Like, And so it's kind of like putting that out there and being like, this is a focus of mine. This is something that I'm putting energy towards. I feel like we do a whole nother series on money mindset. Yeah, we, we will. We've done one before, um, but kind of like revisiting that again and that like being obsessed with it, like Rita Davenport always says, 
I love her to death. Money isn't everything, but it's right up there with oxygen. We need it to survive. So if you're someone that's like gets weird about money or feels bad accepting money from people or feels negative when you spend money, like any negative energy around money, like that's something that you definitely are going to want to focus on because if you don't have a healthy relationship with it, you're actually repelling it. And it's actually the reason you maybe are living paycheck to paycheck or maybe Mm. actually is the reason, you know, you are constantly running into obstacles and hurdles around money. So I think we just introed a new topic. Mm. I'm going to get a money mindset coach on on, and we're going to do a money mindset podcast episode. I know we've done some money mindset stuff, but it's let's like just keep doing it. a practice, right? It's an exercise. You keep exercising the muscle. And that's yeah. something I know I have room to grow and we all do. And so I'm like excited for as well. So good. You got anything else on obsession? I just want, I want to hear from you guys, like share on social media, tag yes. us on getting magnetic. Like we want to know, like, what are you obsessed with? What are you going all out on? Like I was recently talking to a teammate and we just had an incentive trip rolled out for later this year. And she was asking me like, or not even asking, but kind of sharing that, you know, she feels bad that she didn't earn the last incentive trip and she wants to earn this next one. And like, if I had any tips and I'm like, my tip is you need to be obsessed. It needs to be on your screensaver, on your phone. It needs to be on your laptop. It needs to be on your iPad. You need to have tracker, a tracker towards it on your fridge, in your workstation. It needs to be in your affirmations every single day. Your husband, your family, your mom, your nieces, everyone needs to know that you're going for this. You need to envision what airport am I flying out of? What outfit will I be wearing? What spa treatments am I going to get when I get there? Like literally get so obsessed with every little detail about it where your mind does not know the difference between you actually earning it and physically being there versus you envisioning it. So that's just an example. But with anything, like how can you get more obsessed with the vision of it and with like the overall scope of this coming into your life so that you welcome it in? I absolutely love that. Okay, call to action like Sandy said. If you got value out of this episode, I want you to do two things. Send it to someone where you're aligned with and say, let's get obsessed with building this life together, whatever you guys are doing together, whether on your team or your spouse or whatever it is. And then part two, share this episode on social media, drop the link so people can can uh, listen to it, but share what you are declaring that you are obsessed with this year. Share it boldly and it will empower you. It will liberate you. Share it, let it out, let it out to the world. Thank you guys for listening. We're, we are excited to be here with you. Ciao. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember... You are magnetic.